Hi, I'm Anderson. I'm a, I'm a journalism major, a graduate from Baruch College in New York, and a huge Chelsea fan, and I'm here with my cousin, Jonathan. He's a, he's a Chelsea fan as well. He, he's, he's, uh, he's been a Chelsea fan longer than I have, and I'm here with Frank as well. He's a Manchester United fan. Um, so, yeah, boo. <laughs> So uh, I don't I actually don't have a name for the podcast yet, but I'm thinking something like maybe like uh, Yankees on the Prem, something like that. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, as so as you guys know, um, the Premier League is starting soon, two weeks time, I believe. What's the exact date? June thirteenth. June seventeenth. June seventeenth. Seventeenth. That's, that's a, oh, that's so that's like three weeks away. Okay. Yeah, two and a half weeks. So. Um, what do you guys think? Is should the league start? Is it too soon? Um, remember, this is happening in England. It's not happening in in the U.S. In New York City, the numbers are really low. In New York right now, we're doing okay. And in, in England, I think uh, uh, they haven't been hit as hard as we have, but the numbers are still higher over there, I believe. So, what do you guys think? Oh, actually, I w- I would like to double check the numbers, but regardless. Um I'll be very honest. I have not followed what's been going on with the Premier League ever since it did get canceled, just because of all the mayhem that's going on here in New York. But I don't understand. And this, again, is because I just haven't been following any of the news. Like, normally the season ends, what, mid to late May? Mm-hmm. And re-begins, what, early August? First, second week I of August. Champions League so, final would have been this weekend. Yeah, yeah. He's really I think it was, uh, yeah. Europa League final. Should be yeah. today. But you well, see, you, I'm I'm a bit confused on how they're restarting it and possibly ending sometime July, end of July, mid-July maybe, I don't know. Um, I just don't see how that's possible if they plan on restarting the league regularly next season. So what, like, you know, two, three weeks after the league will technically end. Yeah. Like, I understand also, you know, we, we've been on break for, what is it, three months now, so. Yeah, the, 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 player, the players probably aren't fit. And they're going to be thrown into the fray. I'm not sure if the Premier League is going to do the the five substitutions a game, but I'm sure we're going to see injuries. The players are just not going to be. I think fit. it is happening. I'm not. I can't like confirm. I know they were talking about it. Um, for like reports of like the Guardian and the actual Premier League meetings. I think they brought it up. But I don't know if it's been confirmed yet. Yeah. Um, I think the actual the way the league's going to go is they're going to have if, if what they said in like the actual meeting goes through. It's six weeks of um, the matches to finish up the rest of the season. And they're still going to throw in the FA Cup matches. I think they're going to be kind of like every, over the weekends. So like they'll probably have a game on the weekends, a game Tuesday, Wednesday, or something like that. And then they'll be throwing the yeah. FA Cup matches hey. over those weekends. Yeah. But, but if you think about it, it it's, it's a lot of games in a, in a short amount of time. Uh, and the players aren't fit. So I think <laughs> like it's a recipe for disaster. And, uh, I think it really depends, to be honest. I mean, I wouldn't say they're not fit. I think they're not, like, match-ready. But but if they have the five substitutions, maybe they'll be able to space that out. I think that's a pretty good way to bring the people back. Maybe, I maybe. Mean, if you have, like, the championship and the second division play, you know, the similar amount of games, I don't understand why they can't have the Premier League players do it at least for, like, six weeks. That's true. That's a good point, a good actually. Point. I mean, yeah, to add on to it, I wouldn't say they're necessarily just unfit. I'm pretty sure most of them have been doing some type of physical workouts uh, at home 
or anywhere near the facility where they could yeah, go yeah. out. They're, they're not entirely unfit like how they would be when they come back from yeah, summer you know, break. They're, 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 they're out running their miles, jogging most likely. You know, I've seen a few players post about it. Yeah. But uh, I've seen a few just, players yeah, lie about it, it, like Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harry Maguire. That, isn't, isn't that your captain, Frank? <laughs> uh, you had to be a United player. Wow, yeah. look at that. <laughs> but, uh, 80 million for nothing. <laughs> but Jonathan, um, you asked about the numbers for, for, for coronavirus in England. And, and as uh, May 30th, um, so that was yesterday, they had 1,604 new cases, which isn't that bad for the whole country. They've had 27,000 deaths, about, about 27,500 about. Um, uh, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it still seems too high, man. What seems, is their total number of cases? Uh, 132,000, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Their total In number the entire of deaths, country? Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. What? I, I know that's a high number, but in terms of global pandemic, I don't think that's too high. If that makes sense. Really low. It's it's or maybe 132 right now, and then 1600, and and add 1600 to that from yesterday's. I don't know. Their their confirmed cases overall is 273. Oh, but that's the UK. That's that's the UK though. That's the UK. Oh, that's the UK. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. But okay, okay. But regardless, going back into the Premier League story, I I assume, like I said, I haven't read anything or heard anything, but this is all going to be closed to the public. Yeah. All right, so in, in terms of, like, starting it up, yeah, I could see why. Like, I understand it's also a business, so I, I assume they took a big financial hit like everybody else. But um, if there's no fans, the players are tested, and, you know, even if there are some players that came back positive, as long as they're not around, you know, they, they still stay in isolation, it, it yeah, should be fine. Yeah, they did their second round of testing, I think, recently, and they only come back with two other cases. Um, I don't know if they, they didn't specify like if those two other cases were from those other six cases that were tested positive, but mm-hmm. um, I mean I think that's pretty good. Two cases in like the entire squad. I, I don't know. I I, I honestly think that's two cases too high. Which um which which brings me to my 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 next point, which is um a couple of uh, a couple of the players, big name players ha- uh, don't don't feel comfortable returning, returning uh to play. Um, you know, Angola Conte, he's been training by himself. Um, Willie Caballero said on that that Angola Conte thought he had coronavirus while he was quarantining and, and you know, he's like really scared and obviously he just doesn't he just doesn't want to play and I don't blame him. Uh Tammy Abraham uh says his father has asthma, he doesn't want to bring any kind of virus back home. Troy Deeney has a five month old son who has respiratory issues. He said he wasn't gonna play and uh he's actually been receiving online abuse from that. Uh, Danny Rose says he's against. I'm sorry, abuse from who? Uh, Fans, yeah, from Prem, yeah, on Twitter, yeah. He's he's received DMs and stuff saying like, I hope your son dies. Like, just see that that, that's just ridiculous. Like, I I'm all in favor of at this point, if you're able and willing to play, go for it. But if you have like family issues that could come out of it, then don't. Come on, it's a it's a five month old you know child. Like, you, you. you you don't want that kid catching it if if yeah. Troy Dini ends up getting it on the field like like come on like yeah I agree. you you got, you got a whole squad of what thirty players including your youth and everything like finish off the season with them like yeah. if you got a handful of players that can play or refuse to play like I, yeah, don't yeah. don't be don't be an asshole about it I get your point um uh Troy Dini is a special case because he is Watford's captain <laughs> he's yeah, a pretty he important player and it's a club fighting relegation so they're definitely gonna miss him. 
I do think he, that he should be allowed to not play. Um, I think it's a bit ridiculous that, that fans want to see the players, like, maybe throw their lives away. Um, but then, Just for their entertainment. Yeah, for their entertainment. But also, there's managers uh, off the top of my head. I, I know Jose Mourinho. He's coaching Tottenham, in case anyone doesn't know. And Sean Dyche of Burnley. Um, they, both, uh, they both said, like, they're roaring to go back. Like they, they like they don't want to hear nothing. They don't want any excuses. They want their players uh, there. They they want them ready for match day, um, and and they don't seem to be expressing the same kind of fear that a large majority of the players are expressing. So, just well, what do you guys think about that? Well, in ter- in terms of managers, uh, I think that's irresponsible on their part. Like again, I understand everything's a business at the end of the day. And you want your captain in Troy Deeney's case and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you're the boss. You're the manager. Like, you have a responsibility to at least protect your players or try to at, uh, to a certain point, I guess. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I'm, I'm honestly a little bit, like, thrown off by what I'm hearing right now. Because, like I said, I haven't been following this at all. So this is uh, actually very surprising to me. Yeah, yeah. I get I really that. don't think it's that crazy to be honest that they want to go back i mean i feel like everybody wants to go back except for those players if you don't want to come back that should be their responsibility but i think it's uh it's important to know that like for players or managers who don't want to go back what's going to happen to their wages because a lot of people are talking about they shouldn't be paid for the time that they're not playing but then you could judge similar to an injury where if someone doesn't want to stress an injury you know and they don't want to come back right away why can't it be looked at in the same way because that's essentially what it is they don't want to come back because they're fearing their health that's true that's, that's a good point but you have people online and pundits talking saying things how saying how the players shouldn't be paid for the time they don't want to play i mean for managers who want to come back i could see why they want to come back they just want to wrap up the season and and i heard about what you said about Sean Dyche and Mourinho it just doesn't make sense to really like put other people's lives at risk if they don't want to play. I understand for the players who could keep going, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. But you know, you also have to take into consideration the amount of testing that's being done in the Premier League. It's pretty high. It's, it's a lot. I think it's like 800 tests just to test everybody. That includes, I don't think that includes like journalist staff. That's just like staff, yeah. managers. Ho- hopefully, hopefully the journalists will be getting tested. You know, like they have their own like health department testing them you know whatever media site they work for will be demanding they get tested and i I did want to bring up um this is a premier league podcast but i did want to bring up uh this is really really recent news um atalanta's head coach Giampiero gasparini uh he had coronavirus uh in the night that uh atalanta knocked out uh valencia out of the champions league he 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 spoke um he he spoke to Actually, I'm not sure who he spoke to, but a couple of publications uh, are talking about it. And he said that there was a, basically an, an ambulance running outside the stadium in case, like, in case, you know, like he dropped dead in the middle of a game, uh, w- w- which is crazy, you know, and, and he's an older guy. Um, I just think like something like this could happen to the managers who I think maybe Sean Dyche and Jose Mourinho think they're invincible. But, you know, well, they are getting yeah, older also, yeah, so they got to be careful. Sick. Yeah. But- on top of that, if he knew he had the virus, what, was the game closed off to the public by that time already? No, no. No? Well, okay, now you have someone over here barking orders on the sideline. His germs are spreading. That virus is spreading, whether it be to his assistant coaches, the players on the bench, uh, whoever else is besides him. 
Like I'm, that was just irresponsible I, I, on his part. I think I think it's not so much him on the sideline. I think what's really scary is him in the in the dressing room. I think that like it's like a breeding ground. Well, yeah, that, that, that's just my point. He's around all his staff and players. And once that germ spreads over to one of them, you've seen how quickly this spreads from person to person. Yeah, but um, so it, I don't know why if if he kept that to himself or to a select few, I don't know why no one stopped him. That, that's true. That, that um, he shouldn't have even been at that stadium. Uh, I agree 100%. Um, but, you know, we're not, you know, as far as how the virus spreads, we're not epidemiologists or doctors. You know, we can't say that for sure, but I'm sure... It was high risk. Remember, I think like almost all of Valencia had the had the virus, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, I'm not sure about Atalanta, but I do want to bring up this point. Um, so I, I was trying to search up like a professional opinion on, on the return of the Premier League. Uh, not, you know, from players and stuff, but like, you know, like somebody with a qualified opinion. And um, so I have Dr. Ralph Rogers and he is an American doctor. And he was the former uh, first team doctor of um, of Chelsea, actually. And he was interviewed by CNN, and he also spoke out against restarting the league. You know, he said like it's just not a good idea, and and everyone's uh, fears are are justified. So it looks okay, like uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I agree. Uh, unfortunately, I think they should just take this season as a loss. Absolutely. You no, know, like it, it, it's a global pandemic. I, it's not like just a Premier League incident. Like, this is something happening all over the world. Like, can can you really justify restarting it just for money, I guess? And, and Frank, Frank, maybe you know this off the top of your head, but I think Liverpool are only six points away from the title, right? Yeah, I know. The first games that come back on the 17th, they're going to be Man City. Oh, I'm sorry. They're going to be Arsenal. Arsenal-Man City, no? Man City. Um, actually, I'd have to check that. And I think they're going to play the two games that weren't played because of the FA Cup. So the uh-huh. two games that they have on hand. And after yeah. that, all teams are going to be level on games. Um, but I think, yeah, City men, Liverpool don't have to play a game if City lose, basically. And they'll win the title. And the, yeah, so it, it, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, sh- shouldn't, the, shouldn't the season, shouldn't they just wrap up the season? They did it in the Netherlands. They crowned. I think the biggest question is, what are you going to do with relegation candidates? Because, yeah, Liverpool are going to win fine. And top four, maybe they could figure out. But what are you going to do with relegation? Yeah, that that that's a that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but uh, I, I, it's kind of hard, right? It's kind of hard to answer that. I've heard uh, suggestions that they freeze relegation for this season, and then they relegate six next season, something along those lines. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to happen at this point. But no, uh, that's tough. Relegate yeah. six, like just because you finish what would be that fifteenth place next season doesn't mean you deserve to be relegated. Yeah, yeah. I mean that it's, that. that this and I, a, I, I see it's unfair also for the championship teams that, you know, should have gotten promoted. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I'm very curious to see how they're going to fix all this. This yeah. is. I mean, it just, well, it just point, doesn't it seem right. Like they're just going to play out the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. So none of this is, this is all very unlikely to happen. But I think it's just kind of silly that, that they push so hard for the league to return when it's very clear Liverpool are going to be champions. Um, I know top four is far from finished and there's still a relegation battle going on. But at the very least, they could have just crowned Liverpool champions, and and they, you know they've they secured champions. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean I think they just could have called it a season, you know. And and actually going back to Troy Deeney, he said, um, you know, Liverpool's title like it, it it it's basically worthless now. Like this will be the coronavirus season. It's not going to be the season where Liverpool were amazing and they won the title. 
I disagree. Uh, I mean, they were they were amazing. And, still you know, for, for, for a week. You know what? All right. All right. Well, I actually, I actually disagree. I do think we're going to remember this as the coronavirus season. Yeah. Um, oh, no, of course. And, and, I mean, and, I will laugh about it just because, you know, Shady's a big Liverpool fan and he's been waiting literally all his life to see them win. So, so Shady's so a friend is, we uh, have. <laughs> yeah, Shady's a friend we have. He couldn't make it for this podcast, but I'm, I'm hoping... Uh, I'm hoping he'll join us soon. He's a he's a huge Liverpool dork. Uh, <laughs> he has some of the wildest opinions. I'm sure he rates Mo Salah better than Messi and Ronaldo combined. But you know you'll have to hear that. I mean, considering he's so. Egyptian as well. Yeah, he is Egyptian. <laughs> but um, so so yeah, I actually I think like if you think about it, like where Liverpool were were heading when when the season was abruptly ended or cut off, uh, they had lost to Watford relegation candidates and deservedly so i think oh, that was a great match yeah i think before i think before that game they had beat watford 1-0 and watford was still brilliant in that game it was only 1-0 it was a, a goal from mo salah and and the defense just switched off towards the end of the game and all credits liverpool they got the three points but i think watford you know were, were better were better both games and yeah, they made Liverpool fight for that. Yeah, and, and for that three point, for, for that one goal points. alone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and and uh, they got knocked out by by Chelsea in the FA Cup. I I just think Liverpool were gonna end the season like bang average. Like I I just didn't. I they're not the Invincibles. They're not Arsenal. They they really couldn't do it. No, I, I didn't the think they would. Thing is overrated too. To be honest, I mean, so what if they didn't lose the game? They tied what like ten yeah, games. But Frank, but, but Frank, they also yeah. got knocked out by Atletico Madrid in Champions League. Like, this this season, were Liverpool really that impressive? I think Guardiola's Man City... points ahead. I think it's still impressive, regardless of Man City didn't perform at what they should I, have. I don't know. I think no, Man remember, City yeah. have had better seasons under Guardiola, if I'm honest. So They probably have, but remember, Guardiola can't defend. If you figure out a way through his tactics, you know, City... They implode. They, they they don't have the ball. They sometimes... Yeah, I get it. They press high. They have very talented players, world-class players. But, you know, like I said, Guardiola's tactics is... Defending tactics is just hold on to the ball. But going back into Liverpool, you know, I guess you're saying having finishing the season on average, they started their winning streak in the Premier League last season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and it's here. just about time that they start burning out. Like, come on, you, you can't expect them to exactly. continue this high level all competitions for literally a year like i i was calling it like uh you know i was telling i was telling shady all the time like look you guys are gonna win the season but like don't think for a second you're gonna go beating everyone three nil four nil or whatever the score may be like these players are getting tired yeah they're, they're doing well clubs tactics are working and everything but I, I it's mean, impossible well, i i don't want to maybe talk out of place but also and and Maybe I can't really cite any games at the top of my head, so maybe that just makes me lose credibility. But I also remember VAR playing a huge factor in a lot of Liverpool's wins. Uh, oh, oh always in like the last uh, seven, ten minutes for the matches. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. I'm thinking yeah. their win streak would have ended long ago if it weren't for VAR. But uh, that, I that's, mean, yeah, that's just me. But they that play is... the similar rules to like every game. It's just, you know, again, part of the game. Regardless of VAR being there or not, like if VAR wasn't there... The offside rule, and when players aren't offside and it doesn't get called offside, yet they score. I mean, you blame it on the ref, and you say it's you know the ref gave him the match. They <laughs> always do true. something to discredit them, but like I, no, I but you see with VAR, like the those whole are very point kind words coming take... from a United fan, by the way. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. They they were amazing. They're absolutely they deserve the season. They played 
amazingly well. Ugh. Every single game, they came back in the last minute. And that just proves how fit they are. Just right, man, are you, are you a United fan or a Liverpool fan? God damn it. Yeah, like, uh, I mean... <laughs> I, uh, I, I, like, they deserve it. Man United's been garbage for the last, like, four years, but, you know... Six years. Yeah, don't don't, don't be modest. It's six yeah, years. It's Possibly <laughs> going on to seven. Like, it's a little longer than that. I mean, I don't know. They look like they're starting to pick up form. I mean, like I said, top four could still be contended. You don't know who's going to be in there. That's Besides true. That's true. Liverpool, that's why, Man City. That's wide open. But before we talk about uh, standings, I, I did want to bring up that um, some of the, some of the fixture, fixtures... Are uh, going to be played in neutral venues. I don't know if you guys know about that. And, I deny. Uh, so yeah, the BBC reported this. Um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not entirely sure why they're doing it. Uh, I think it's the Liverpool games mostly. Yeah. They don't want fans crowding outside the stadiums. So so, Everton and Liverpool, the game where Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. were supposed to, could potentially win the title at Goodison Park, which would be huge, which would like break. Oh, that, that, that's hearts. a big slap to Everton's face. Yeah. So so that's Jesus that's Christ. actually being played in a neutral venue. Um, Manchester City versus Liverpool. I'm not sure when that is, but that's being played in a neutral venue. Um, I have here, yeah, uh, that, those are the two biggest games. Um, a couple so of it looks like games. it's going to be Liverpool's big games that are going to be at neutral, neutral uh, stadiums due to like the fans, like Frank said, wanting to, you know, be there for support of the team outside the stadium, whatever it may be. I guess, yeah, I guess. But there's also one, a couple of weird ones. Uh, there's uh, Manchester United and Sheffield. I don't think anyone gives a rat's ass about that game. I think it's because it's the race to fourth, to be honest. I mean, Sheffield. Actually, I, yeah, I, like, right I like the way Sheffield's been playing this yeah, season. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, I mean, their, their, their tactics, from what I've seen, have been really interesting. Frank, do you know, <coughs> to Frank, put it do you know who won that first game? Uh, uh, Sheffield and United? Do you, I, I, I think I, it was Sheffield. Sheffield, yeah. I, I could almost Sheffield. swear they, they, they lost. Yeah, and then uh, they came back from 2-0 down to Chelsea, and they oh, made me rip my hair off. 2-0, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, I think we can talk about how you guys think the season's going to end. Uh, we already know who's going to be <coughs> champion, so who finishes top four, who gets relegated. Can, uh, you, can you pull up the standings for me? I, I'm curious to see how that is. Sure, yeah. I'm I think right it. now it's Liverpool, Man City, Leicester City by a point, and then Chelsea, who are ahead of United by like a point. Uh, and don't just forget it. So it's, it's, sure. Yeah, so it's... Uh, oh... It's not. It's not that favorable towards Chelsea as I had hoped. It's um. <laughs> so Man City have fifty seven points. We're not talking about Liverpool because you know. That, I mean, yeah, they're, they're uh, Man City are so. in second, fifty seven points. Leicester with fifty three. Uh, Chelsea are in fourth. Uh, with forty eight points, and United are three points be- behind Chelsea with forty five. All all games are equal. Yes. Yeah. All games are equal. Oh, Man City have a game in hand. Man City mm. have a game in hand. Sheffield have a game in hand. They have 43 points. And uh, Wolves have 43 as well. So they're right on United's heels. Oh, so Sheffield could pass United with that game in hand. Yeah. And, and let's not forget about Tottenham's revival under Jose Mourinho. Harry Kane is fit. Uh, and Son is back from military duty. So I'm sure... I thought he was excused from that. No, he, he had to go. He had to go for two weeks only. So, oh, yeah, that's not the- so it's it's. Uh, I think Tottenham are quite frightening. I don't know if, I don't know if they can if they have the depth to play so many games, and finish the season six weeks strong. I'm not sure. I mean, the revival play. started kicking in towards you know when the pandemic started. So we'll we'll see how it picks up again. And they're out of Champions League, so they don't have to worry about that anymore. I mean, I don't think they were ever going to. I mean, there's there's no more Champions League. Oh, you know, going on regardless. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
So, so like, uh, saves so us because so Chelsea was going to get hammered. <laughs> what do you guys think? Who, who finishes top four? I'm pretty sure it's going to be Liverpool and Man City uh, first and second. <clears throat> so there's two there's two spots to fight for. That third place is um, Leicester City's to lose. Um, they have a I five. Agree. We should really focus five, on top five, to be honest. You don't know what's going to happen with Man City yet. That all good oh, right, with the whole Frank, uh, financial yeah, fair play, yeah. right? Yeah, good point. Good point. So um, Hope they get banned. Oh, my God, I can't stand City. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so what do you guys think? How do you rate United's chances, Chelsea's chances? And it could be that maybe Wolves or Sheffield sneak in, or even Tottenham. Um, I would like to see an interesting battle between Chelsea United and Sheffield, out of all people. Uh, Sheffield, I think, were the surprise package of this season mm-hmm. yeah. in terms of fighting for, you know, a European spot, whether it be Europa League. But now, you know, there's a high possibility that it could be Champions League. I think that would be a great achievement for them. Yeah, I totally um, agree. And, you know, as a Chelsea fan, however, you know, I understand we were, we're still in like a rebuilding phase almost where we're, we're relying on a lot of youth, which I'm very happy for finally, you know, how many youth. I know talented youth players have we let go over the I, years. I know under Frank Lampard, no nobody promised us Champions League football, especially in the first season, and with the transfer ban. But I've got to say that uh, now that we're in a Champions League spot, I really don't want to lose it, especially to. Oh no! Of course, United. of course not. I really don't want to lose it. You know that this could be bring more uh, top signings for next season. I do believe we need a left back. And another center back. Yeah, I keep, uh, I keep seeing we're linked with Taglifico from Ajax. Oh, I would be so excited he's, if we got Taglifico. He's a bit older, though. But that's enough Chelsea talk. This isn't a Chelsea podcast. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to talk about United again. <laughs> Frank, what, 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 do you think about, um, what do you think about United or, or Wolves? or who, who do you rate? Who do you think is going to make it top I think four? Leicester are going to fall out of top four. I don't see them finishing off the season strong just because of the way they've been playing most of the season. They look like they've started to crumble before January even started. Yeah, and yeah, I think it doesn't look like momentum. they can find their form. Um, Jamie Vardy is their only goal scorer, really. So if he gets injured again after these six games, which could be pretty likely, uh, I don't think they're going to finish in top four. That's true. That's true. Um, I could see that happening. United, yeah, to me, probably. look like they're going to come back. I mean, Pogba's fit now. Rashford's fit. They've got Bruno Fernandes in the midfield. Yeah, but you forget who your manager like is. Into place. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's got I mean, a clue at this what point, I don't even think you need a competent manager to manage a team with those players. I mean, oh, man. I... You know, I, 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 and I want to make it very clear, I do hate Manchester United. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just really don't want to, I don't want to imagine a world where they actually sneak into Champions League. I think uh, they will. I, they, they, just because Rashford it and Martial are both fit now. Uh, on, paper, <clears throat> it's, on paper, it is scary. But also, I, I feel like, if you remember, I was on Instagram um, yesterday, and, and, and they showed Dra- Jack Grealish's goal against United. I think it was at Old Trafford. Oh yeah, and I remember the comment that uh, United have Jack Grealish looking like prime Aiden Hazard, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, United still have defensive. United still have defensive troubles. I don't think <coughs> Maguire has solved anything. He, no way he's Virgil Van Dyke. Like, no, oh, no, no, not even close. I, 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 I don't. I don't even know. I, is is Bai injured? He's out, right? <clears throat> he was injured. Oh, he's, he's fit not anymore. I, I, I guess I would take Bailly over Lindelof, but... I, I mean, I would take Bailly over Lindelof, but how, yeah, that, that guy's a walking red defenders. card waiting to happen. Oh, Bailly? Yeah, definitely. He, yeah. he throws himself, like, as if, you know, it's the last challenge on Champions League <laughs> final. It's insane. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I still think United have defensive issues. Um, I don't think you guys have, like, a proper goal scorer. 
Um, uh, your, your striker. I don't alone, know. I think I think I Martial needs um, like some real midfield work. Someone to give him the ball, but I think he's amazing. Okay. I, remember, I don't know if you guys remember that last goal he scored. I think it was against. I forgot what team. I think it was a team in relegation. Where he chipped it over the goalkeeper. I mean, I just don't through the defense. It was just. I just beautiful. don't fancy Martial. No, I'm sorry. I don't watch United games. They bore me. I just don't fancy Martial. I just don't think he's a. I, 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 he's not consistent in the Premier League, man. I, Tammy Abraham is better, and it's his first season in the in the Prem. Like, oh, but the, so the guy you guys have on loan, I forgot his name. His name is Igalo. Igalo, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, striker. Right. So he, 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 I think he's been doing well. Granted, it's been against smaller clubs. I think he's played uh, FA Cup matches and stuff like that. It don't matter if it's been against smaller clubs or so, big clubs, as long as he's securing my, points my, for them. My point is that uh, his club, uh, he he plays for a Chinese club. They're asking for him to return. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like his loan will be extended, and that'll be a huge blow to United. <clears throat> so today, being mm -hmm. May 30th, is the last day of the loan. He goes back June 1st, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be extended. Oh, we'll have to wait and see, but I, I think that's a huge blow to United if he does go back. They don't have a proper number nine. I don't think Martial is, 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 is the guy to lead the line. I really don't. Um, I, neither is, neither is uh, Marcus Rashford. I think he's better on the wing. And and I I think United have a lot of uh, uh factors to take into consideration, uh whether Pogba feels like playing good or not. I don't think he's been <laughs> consistent. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not Pogba even decides what's gonna happen in that midfield, yeah, whether it's gonna be good or bad. I'm not sure if he even cares, to be honest. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but you can't rule out like the Fernandez. Bruno, I know Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, he he's like a guarantee. We'll see if he can keep up the form, because uh, he he's been amazing since since he's arrived. And um, yeah, is there is there anybody else you guys want to talk about? Any other Wolves? I think they're very underrated yeah, right Wolves now. Wolves is in my top four, if not for like United or Chelsea, they're definitely making fifth place. They, they yeah, considering if Wolves finish fifth, exactly. But if Wolves finish fifth place and City get knocked out, they will definitely jump them in, jump into that fourth place spot, or just replace City, however that works. Wow. But um. I think Wolves' team is well-rounded all over the pitch. Well, uh, yeah, for Wolves, uh, I saw them linked with Iguain this morning. Um, I'm not sure how credible that I is. I hope not. Yeah, I, I don't. For what? But it's I in, just, as I, put, like, I forgot. I wish I could tell you guys the source. Um, I don't like to put, like, you know, like just silly rumors out there. But uh, I could see Iguain going to Wolverhampton. Uh, I'm not sure if he'd stay on the bench, but if they do lose Raul Jimenez, who's having a... A, a fantastic season. Um, that's two seasons in a row now. I think he's he's doing great. Uh, United have been linked with him. Real Madrid. I think he'll fit in at either club. To be honest, I think he'll he's gonna do well. Um, if for whatever reason Wolves do lose Raúl Jiménez, uh, I think Iguain is is your your best bet. I don't know how much he would cost them. I'm not sure what's going on with the fine. Very cheap, most likely. I'm not sure what the what the financial. Part of this all has to do with it, especially with coronavirus. I keep hearing that a lot of clubs are are uh, not going to be doing a lot of business. I'm not sure if business is even going to be allowed. So uh, I, for Wolves, I think uh, as much as I like them, I just wonder if, you know, Adama Traore and and, and Raul Jimenez are, are enough to, to land them a top four finish, you know? They still have to I compete I think with they them. are, but... If they're able to get a top four spot, I I don't think any of the players will be wanting to leave. Willing, maybe, but I don't think they would do that considering, you know, they with the squad that they had, they qualified for Champions League. That's if the club is able to, you know, 
do more purchases, they could only get stronger unless they that, do horrible scouting. But that's uh, I would be I would be very uh, happy to see the squad stay how it is. So the thing is, they have a lot of links to Portugal, so you don't know the kind of players they're going to bring in if they have other players they're scouting. I know. I mean, it also depends on too and who gets relegated because if Sal, I don't know what teams might be getting relegated. They can also pick up any strikers from those clubs. Because you know oh. people are going to go as soon as... Yeah, the they're going to raid the clubs that get relegated. That's yep. true. Good point, good point. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think, like, you look at the likes of Ruben Neves, who, who I rate so highly. I think he's such an amazing midfielder. I can't believe nobody's picked him up yet. I really do think he's an amazing midfielder. Ruben Neves. He is. Adama Traore, Raul Jimenez. Uh, I, I think they've all been making a bit of noise around Europe. And, uh, but, so... That can work in favor of Wolverhampton if they make a top four finish. They can attract more talent. If they don't, they might. They they could risk potentially losing two or three players that uh, contribute a lot to their starting eleven and to the to the type of um, to the type of playing style that Espiritu Santo uh, uh, has implemented in Wolverhampton. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. Yeah, but I I think Espiritu Santo has good uh, chemistry with uh, his and let's, with let his us, players. Let us not forget about Everton, who have been reborn under Carlo Ancelotti. Um, that is exciting as well. I think Everton, I don't know what happened to them in the beginning of the season, but they have, I think, an incredible squad, well-rounded all over the pitch as well. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know what happened to them. There has to be like some problems in the dressing room, in my opinion. But they, they have a squad all over that, yeah. that could cause damage. I think highly of Calvert-Lewin. I like him a lot. I, I think I might even like young him striker, more than, right? Yeah, yeah, the striker. Yeah, I, I, he's young. I, I think I like him more than. I mean, God forgive me. I think I like him more than Tammy Abraham. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, I, they, they've been linked with James Rodriguez, which is sounds insane. Just because of Ancelotti. Yeah, but I mean, it could happen. It could. I mean, it could okay. Uh, he, he, he's looking for first team football. He's gonna get. Oh, that. He needs it. He needs it. First of all, honest. What, what was that? For? Oh, now that Newcastle might be buy, bought out. Oh, yep. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah that's still in James doubt. Could though. be linked to Newcastle. That's still in doubt, but we'll have to wait and see. But anyway. actually, you never know. The the that uh, I think it's a Saudi group that's trying to buy them. Correct. Yeah. They I might mean, just get a better deal now that the coronavirus struck. That's true, but we have to wait and see. But I'm just putting it out there for you know Everton club to watch. But now let's talk. Who gets relegated? I'm gonna tell you guys. Uh, Who's at the bottom? We have, Show me the bottom yeah, six. I'm going to tell you. Uh, 15th place is Brighton with 29 points. 16th is West Ham with 27. Watford on 17th with 27 points. Bournemouth as well, 18th, leveled on 27 points. 19th is Aston Villa with 25 points. 20th is Norwich City with 21 points. So I'm just going to say right now, I think Norwich and Villa are going down. Nothing's going to save them at this point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. That last... I, <laughs> I'm not gonna, not trying to be cynical here. I I do like Watford. I think they have a proper squad. I think they'll stay up, and I do. Uh, they'll, they'll pull something. I, I think Bournemouth I, might I, end I like, up dropping. I, like, I fancy Bournemouth too. I think they're gonna stay up. I think they're gonna stay up. I like a lot of their players. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think West Ham are going down. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. But, you know, D- David Moyes. You know. He's a wanker, yeah. He's, he's got no, he's got, you know, they haven't they haven't played that well since he took over, right? I don't know how many games he's been in charge for. Uh, maybe it's only been a couple, but I don't see West Ham getting any better. I, I, if West Ham drop, this is going to be a big financial issue for them, considering they just spent whatever amount of money for their stadium. 
And whatever um, amount of money bringing David Moyes too, and they, I'm sure they spent um, a lot of money on Manuel Pellegrini too. They had brought in uh, Felipe Anderson for big money uh, from Italy. Oh, uh, they'll, they'll probably end up losing him as well. I mean, I still think West Ham are going down. I still think. <coughs> Remember West when West Ham used to have Payet? I know. Yeah, those were the days, weren't they? <laughs> and he was linked with Real <laughs> Madrid. glory days. <laughs> and he was linked with Real Madrid, and and you know it was, He's it was a great all. Player. Yeah. What, I, I, what, what did they do with that? Uh, uh, Payet money. He went to the French league. I, I know he went to Marseille, but but what did they do with the money? How much did he go for, dude? He probably spent it on that stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And, and this is why West Ham aren't a top twenty club in England. This is why they belong in the championship. Like they. Can't be making decisions. If they go to the championship, I could see them getting fucking liquidated. I'm sorry for Curtis. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I could see them getting liquidated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because they, they, they spend so much money on players. They have to keep paying for these stadium dues, and it doesn't look like they're going to stay up. It looks I bad. mean, I think Watford's going to get down. No, I think West Ham's I, just going to get Watford by. Have Especially if Troy Deeney doesn't play. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't see Brian. I don't see Brian surviving either. They might. They might. How much? How many points was Brian above? Uh, I but. think they have twenty nine. I'm going to tell you that right now. I think it's twenty nine. So yeah, twenty nine points. Two points above West Ham and Watford and Bournemouth. <coughs> so two gonna, points above relegation. Um, they're in fifteenth place, but there's a three way tie for twenty seven points for that last uh, relegation spot. Yeah. So. Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, 17, I, yeah. 18, I, I don't 18, see them. 17, I don't see them surviving. The Watford's last games are both Man City and Arsenal. Ooh. Oh, that is. And they play West Ham, the third game from the last. Well, so. I guess good. Arsenal, I wouldn't be too worried. Arsenal don't really threaten like they used to, but I, that that game go either way. That's a shot pulling together. No, remember when you're when you're fighting relegation, you you tend to be playing a ten times better than normal. No, hell no. I disagree. I, I what? I think it depends on the club. Have you not seen relegation battle games? They are the most exciting games I, mean, I have yeah, ever against, seen. Yeah, against a fellow uh, fellow relegation candidate, but not... not no, really. I've seen relegation teams fight for their lives against, you know, teams yeah. that are already safe. I think in, I think in <laughs> mentally they're already beat, especially if they're facing a big club. I think, I think it depends on the club. No, not if they have a chance of survival. I mean, I, I think Watford have that fighting spirit. That's why I think they're going to stay up. And I think they have a proper I just squad. need Villa to go down so Man United could buy him on the cheap. Oh, yeah. For I don't want to spend more than $50 million on, on yeah, I, I, I don't Anything like... More than I that. Don't, but don't worry. You guys, you guys don't know how to do business. You guys will throw in an extra $30 million. That's true. It's That's not true. us. It's, it's the yeah, way it is for English players <laughs> overall. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah, English players are yeah, on top of that he's overpriced. English. But look, I don't like James Madison. I don't think he's like the next best. I, I don't like James Madison, and either. I don't like Jack Grealish either. Though I, I, I think he's a I, maybe. Uh, I think he, he maybe starts for Beckham. Tottenham. Just maybe. the way he plays, just the way he's so he's so willing to move into space. No, yeah, yeah maybe, Jack Grealish caught my eye yeah. a few years ago maybe when he was better, still young and Villa. Maybe he'll do better at a top club. But let's not forget, Jack Grealish had that um, <laughs> that incident. Uh, uh, yeah, but was it? He broke down. He broke uh, the the quarantining rules, the guidelines. He was supposed to follow. Yeah, and he and you know, crashed uh, his car with him. Yeah, yeah, crashed his car. Yeah, so with he him, crashed it. What an idiot! Yeah, so with him, um, yeah, uh, what's it? Discipline has always been an issue. I think he had um, when yeah. he was really young. I, it might not be discipline. He might just be thinking that he deserves yeah. better or to be in a better, a bigger team, and you know, just acting. So up. he crashes his car. <laughs> Well, he's acting up, you know what I mean? You're frustrated, you do stupid things. So once he goes to a club where he's not the big star anymore, he's just another player, he really can't be acting like this. That's true. I agree. Um, so I think we're going to wrap things up now. Any closing thoughts uh, from either of you? 
Anything? I'm just, I just can't wait for June the 17th. I'm just going to sit in front of my TV and watch all the games. I don't care who's playing. I don't care if it's West Ham. That's true. I'm kind of, I'm sick and tired of doing this league all. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm still working. Well, not unfortunately. I'm fortunate enough to still be working during these times. But uh, I have so many vacation times that if the games are early in the morning, best believe I'm calling out. 